inside the DV Drama Room. Here we are in PA 120, also known as the Drama Room here at Doherty Valley High School. And I'm here with the theater arts students. Technically, we're on summer break still, so they have a hard time remembering that when I say students, it refers to them because they're not in student mode. Um, but we are interviewing another student who recently graduated from the Doherty Valley Drama Program. Everyone, please welcome Gabby Ocampo. Hello. Hello, Gabby. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um <laughs> So as I said in the introduction that you've been involved with theater for quite a while, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience in theater? Yeah, so my name's Gabby, and I just graduated class of 22 from Doherty. Um, I started doing theater just as, like, random summer camps growing up. So, like, I don't know. I would always just do random summer camps. Like, sometimes I do, like, jewelry making or, like, sports camp believe it or not and I'm like the least athletic person ever and then one time I think like summer of third grade my mom signed me up for like a like a theater class and I was so tiny and like I was like the tiniest person there but I took it the most seriously like I was the one kid that would like during the performance like correct the kid next to me like we're supposed to like start stomping now so and, and then like I think my family just noticed that I, like, was, like, really taking it, like, really seriously, even though I had no lines. But, like, I would just, like, stay up, like, till, like, 10 p.m., which was really late at the time, and, like, just practicing my choreo. And then, I don't know, like, I just took it really seriously. And then ever since then, like, my parents just kept signing me up for that. And so then, like, as a lot of other people in the room, I did Bay Area Children's Theater. So I did those in the summer and during the school year. And then um, I think it was through Caitlin, who was also interviewed, I discovered there was an advanced program for that. Um, and so I auditioned for that, and then I did that for three years, so that was, like, the first time I stepped out of my comfort zone and was, like, surrounded by people who actually cared as much as I did, so that was really nice, um, and we got to, like, compete, in air quotes, in, like, theater <laughs> festivals, and it was, that was really fun, um, and it felt so cool, and it got me through middle school, because that was, like, the only thing I looked forward to was rehearsals, um, and Caitlin was my only so, so <laughs> that's why we're so close. Um, and then I did some stuff with like other companies. So shout out to Tri Valley and like like Grand Performing Arts a little bit and like Bay Area Acting Studio. Just like random stuff because I just wanted to like you know make connections, which is honestly like you said, um, it's a very small world. So I feel like everyone knows everyone, and I know everyone. I'm like, wait, I know them. Um, and then I saw In the Heights. And so then I was like, okay, yeah, no, like, same year as Caitlin, I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, transfer from advanced performers into Doherty, and that was super fun, and I never took the class, but I, I felt very invested in the arts at Doherty, because I did, like, choir, dance, drama club, um, but yeah, that was a long ra rant. Uh, uh, not a rant at all, but okay. it, it, you know, it <laughs> provided a lot of good information, because I think uh, we were talking about it recently when we had that meeting, I said... Uh, does Anthony still, you know, work with um, Starstruck, mm -hmm. right? And you're like, how do you know him? Like, small world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really and so. um, the um, the fact that, um, you know, you meet so many people that, um, you know, you they become 
like an extended family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that you're doing something with them right now. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah, so like I'm doing a show with Starstruck right now, and it's my first main stage production with them because like it was so interesting because – uh, it was actually, like, Kayla who introduced me to Starstruck. She, and she never worked with them, but she just, like, did her research. And, like, she sent me this list of theater companies to check out. And then we were going to audition for Les Mis together, like, summer of 2020. And then, obviously, it got canceled because of COVID. Um, so then, like, I started taking, like, online classes with them, which was interesting because they'd never done that before. But it was so cool to, like, get to meet everyone online Um for like a whole year because I took like a few sessions with them and then like summer of 2021 I like met everyone in person and we did a a junior production of Legally Blonde um and so that was a really great way to get into such a like a tight-knit theater company because they're I I, they have very quality productions but Mm -hmm. everyone there has been like with Starstruck their whole lives where like I was kind of like in Bay Area and then like random other ones and um, but, like, Starstruck was their home, and so it was just really, like, a unique experience to, like, meet everyone online first, and then, like, do a junior show, and now the next summer to do a main stage show, and everyone, like, it was just funny, because only a few people knew who I was, and then everyone else was like, who's that Gabby girl, like, I've heard, she's, like, good, but <laughs> no one said that, but, like, <laughs> but I like to pretend they said that, <laughs> but. No, well, I but, would say it. Um, Les Mis is. A really great show. I think it's, like, I don't know. It's my first time doing, like, a show um, outdoors in, like, that nice of an amphitheater and um, with, like, a live orchestra. And just, like, the level of talent in that production is, is, like, insane. And there's this one actor who plays um, Tenardier. And I just – or, like, obviously everyone I love to watch. But the actor who plays Tenardier is, like, so comfortable on stage and, like, and, like, so, like, extravagant in his movements, but also very, um, like, precise in how he moves his body for each, like, different character he plays. And, like, that was the first time that I saw an actor, that I got to work with an actor that, like, that aspect of their talent really stood out to me. And so that was, like, inspiring. I was like, oh, like, I should probably start, like, being more mindful of how I move my body on stage like that because it really makes a difference. So I've been learning a lot. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm glad you're having a good time. It, that is a it's, it's a fun stage to perform on. Yeah. I like performing outdoors. It's a unique experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was it like coming, you know, you had that experience with um, Bay Area Children's Theater. What was the experience coming in to work with um, the Doherty Theater Arts Program? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of similar stuff to what Caitlin said, just working with an older group of people. Um, and, like, getting to do longer shows, which is really nice. Because I think that, like, the shows, the junior shows we put on with the advanced program were, like, really good for kids. But it's just hard to put that kind of stuff on your resume. <laughs> you know, like, right. junior. like yeah. And I was, like, logging my thespian points once, and they don't, e- like, they don't even, like, count for, like, full points compared to full shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really cool, like, getting to do full productions and on, like, a bigger stage um and like yeah I guess just meeting new people was really nice too okay um what was your experience like coming in and auditioning for um importance of being earnest 
It was really funny because I don't I like I always black out during my auditions. Like I don't remember anything. That's actually probably a good thing. Okay. It's cause I just remember I don't even know if I was doing a British accent or not. I probably was and it wasn't very good. So but I went for it. And like I never had to do a monologue for an audition before because I'd never done a play before. Mm-hmm. And like I I just remember like what I remember from that audition. First of all, Caitlin killed it. Second of all, um like, I started, like, a reasonable distance from the table, and for some reason, I don't remember how, but when I ended my monologue, I was like, thank you. I was, like, right next to the table, and, like, like we were, like, like, like one foot away from each other, and I was like, I'm so sorry, like, Mr. Vega, like, I don't know, like, I just kept walking closer, I guess that's what my character wanted to do. <laughs> that's fine, and I, I, um, I notice those things, so as they're getting closer, I usually, like, start pulling paper away. <laughs> You know, it's like, I don't want you to see what I'm writing, <laughs> anything like that. And so I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Um, and so how was your experience with uh, doing the show? Yeah. L- I mean, like, I, p- I split the role of Merriman, who plays the butler, and I split that with Caitlin. And that was honestly perfect because we've always been together in terms of theater. And so, like, it was, like, perfect because we could have each other and not be too intimidated by the big guys. <laughs> 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 No, but it was nice because, like, yeah, we were the only underclassmen in that production. There was, like, 10, 12 people max right. in that cast. Um, so, once again, it was kind of similar to my Starstruck experience to have, like, a small cast before doing, like, a mu- like a musical musical in the program, in a new program. Um, but, like, yeah, everyone was really welcoming, and it was my first time doing a play. Um, and it was nice to just watch everyone act. Yeah. And the... I didn't mention it in the other interviews, but, um, you know, when you talk about the other people that were in the shows, when you, when you think of Lauren and Izzy, those are big personalities. Yeah. And if you, I mean, they can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Especially, well, but I, I, I don't say one's more intimidating than the other. Obviously, Lauren's tall and can be physically intimidating. Um, and then Izzy... Um, her quietness can be intimidating um, because you're like, what is she thinking? <laughs> what does she think of me? Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, we transition into Beauty and the Beast and uh, you came in, you auditioned, um, you got called back. And I want to ask you, during the callback, was there anything that you were thinking as you were being called back because one of the roles you were called back for was Chip. Yeah. When you're doing the callback portions for Chip, anything run through your mind? It's going to sound so bad because, like, because, like, obviously in callbacks you're in the same room as everyone else. Um, so, and I was, like, the last, I think I was the last person to read for Chip. I don't, I don't remember who's, like, in the last. But a lot of people went before me, and obviously they were really great. But in my head I was just, like, I know what I'm going to do. And so I was just really excited to go up because I felt like like that type of character is something I've gotten very comfortable with. Because, um, like, you know, like my, my, my voice and, like, my face is very childish, so I've played, like, a lot of, like, little kid characters before. And so I was like, I can do, like, a little character voice, but I was just excited for my turn to go up. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, the reason I ask that is because um, – when you did your your callback audition, um, there were 
audible reactions from the other students that were in there. <laughs> and I wanted to know if you, A, noticed it, and B, if it had any impact on you. Um, I, d- I did notice it. Um, and it was obviously, like, as a performer, it's always nice to get a reaction right. <laughs> from the audience. So it felt good. Um, yeah, it just felt good. It felt right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I think that um, that was probably the one role when we posted the cast list that everybody's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's there's no argument or debate over that. Because usually, I mean, when you're dealing with high school cast lists, there's always um, argument and debate. Uh, the students often go, you know, oh, well, that person got this role because it's just the nature of it. Mm-hmm. But when you were cast as Chip, I think everybody's like, yup. Aww. Uh, how was your experience doing Beauty and the Beast? By the way, your Chip costume's still here. I know. Jennifer took a picture of me with it over winter break. <laughs> 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 um, no, Chip was really fun. I felt like... You know, it wasn't, like, that scary of a role to play, but it was significant enough to where um, I felt very lucky, um, especially because it was my first musical here. Um, And it was just really fun. And I remember, like, my favorite part of the show is when, like, Chip transforms back into a boy and is reunited with Mrs. Potts. Like, the audience always goes, like, aw, yay. Yeah. And I can just feel it, and it was really sweet. Um, But Beauty and the Beast was super fun because, like, that was, at the time, like, the most prestigious show I've ever done. And it's definitely still up there in my, like, s- like my family's favorite. And I was really, like, proud and, like, excited for people c- to come see that show. And I was just really proud of everyone in it. That's excellent. Um, so, you know, what do you think that you learned from being part of the DV drama program? I think I learned a lot about how to present myself because I feel like like as a performer and as an actor, you have to market yourself kind of, so you have to know how to talk to people. Um, and I've always been like kind of awkward, but like friendly awkward, but I think like my past two years at Doherty and in the drama program, I kind of had to step up and be a little bit more comfortable talking with people I didn't know and like making other people feel comfortable in themselves. And in order to do that, like, you need to be comfortable in yourself. But I think, like, that leadership aspect, too, um, because I was a a drama club officer for the past two years, um, and that was really difficult, but, like, that really forced me to, like, step it up in terms of, of, like, decision-making and um, trusting myself and, and, like, yeah, things like that. I think the leadership aspect really made me grow up a little. I mean, like, it's just, like, it's just a high school drama club. Like, I know. <laughs> but, like, but, it <laughs> but like compared to what I was before, it was, like, a lot. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, you can downplay the fact that, um, you know, hey, it's just a high school drama program. But it's a high school drama program that went through <laughs> a ton of change in a very, very short and fast time. Yeah. And so, um, you know, hopefully you're proud of the fact that you guys were able to keep moving forward Mm -hmm. so um what's your favorite memory of the program um I just remember like I think sophomore year was still my favorite year of high school because everything 
right before lockdown, it just really, like, everything felt really right to me. Like, um, I remember closer towards opening, we would have Saturday rehearsals at for Beauty and the Beast, and, like, I just remember walking to school and walking home just being so excited to see everyone and, like, excited to rehearse. Um, and it just, yeah, it just felt so right. Or, like, I'd come, I would look forward to coming to rehearsals every day. Um, I mean, obviously, but. <laughs> right. But it just, yeah, I don't know. It just felt, I was like, okay, so, like, freshman year, I feel like no one really knows what they're doing. Everyone's kind of just exploring. And then sophomore year, I felt like I'd, like, found a place at this school. And, um, or just, like, laughing with people. Because, like, the types of people that do drama are just the most open-minded and, like, silly goofy people and those are my people so it was nice like I just remember like Kayla and I were being really distracting one time during vocal rehearsal and Chloe was like so mad at us but we were like reading the b-movie script and it was so funny um or even during high school musical it was a more um the rehearsal process wasn't entirely as fun as Beauty and the Beast but I got really close with like the other people in the cast and like I don't really go out that much, but I remember we were so close that, like, after tech rehearsals, we'd always, like, oh, go get, like, mochi nut or, like, go get ice cream and stuff like that. And that, to me, meant a lot because that was, like, it, it made me feel like I'd come a long way socially and, like, I'd made friends through this program. Oh, that's great. And um, so how's it been? Um, how do I bring this up? Um so here we are. We're interviewing you on this podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure you don't feel nervous about being on a podcast, do you? No. Yeah, I, l- I feel like t- I like talking. <laughs> and the reason I bring that up is you have your own podcast. Yeah, that was like a like a quarantine like passion project between my friend and I. And it was like just like it was literally called Stupider Together, like stupid stuff. But it was like our way of capturing what life felt like over quarantine and we'd record that over zoom because like we couldn't see each other right um so but that honestly i feel like having that even i mean like only like my family listened to that but (laughs) 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 oh yeah and kimmy's (laughs) station but um sorry um no that also helped me get really comfortable in in talking and conversing Mm -hmm. sharing ideas (laughs) stuff like that so i'm grateful for that Awesome. So you never got to answer this question because you were playing chip. Mm. What utensil would you have wanted to be in Beauty and the Beast? Spoon. Spoon? Duh. Yeah. Spoon. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Were you jealous of all those costume changes that they had? No, I was chilling. I was just (laughs) chilling. I know. (laughs) I know that for me, it's like, Hey, the fewer costume changes, the better. Yeah. And so it's like, especially if it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so I'm sure yours was pretty comfortable. Oh, yeah. Except, was it hot? Honestly, not really. I feel like it could have been worse. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so let's see. Of the other generic questions, you know, we asked a lot of them. Um what is the capital of Puerto Rico? I don't, I don't know. It's okay, neither do I. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, San Juan. 
right. Puerto Rico. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Most people, you know, theater people, you say Puerto Rico, the first thing they're going to think of is West Side Story. <laughs> um, what's your favorite color? I like lilac, but right now I'm going through a pink phase. Like everything's pink. Like I got a new phone case. It's pink. I'm wearing pink. Like my car keys are pink. Okay. It's nice. All right. Um, transitioning to the inside the actor studio questions. My lisp gets worse. Sorry. Um, what is your favorite word? Um, cheesecake. I think is a fun word to say, like cheesecake. But in terms of something I actually say on the daily, I like saying like silly. I feel like that's so silly is a great response to everything. But recently, silly has evolved into stupid. So, <laughs> so like if my like friend and I are joking around. I'll like, she'll be like, oh, is it, like, a right here? And I'm like, stupid, left. Like, stuff like that. It's just funny. And obviously, we don't mean they're actually stupid. It's just the way we say stuff. Like, stupid. Like, like, <laughs> or, like, if there's a kid. <laughs> like, I think one time, I forgot what happened. Oh, like, we were, like, on a plane. And um, there was this kid on the plane next to us. And, th- and then the plane started, like, flying. He's like, whoa, like, we're in the air. And my friend was like, of course we're in the air, stupid child. <laughs> it's funny. Okay. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> What's your least favorite word? Fly. Because it's so difficult to sing. Like, if you, like, a fly, like, it, it starts, oh, yeah. like, without any pitch on it, like a f- and then, oh, it like, goes to the back of your throat. And then, like, you have a little bit of awe, which is nice, but then it's a, a diphthong. Fly. I don't like it. Okay. It's too much. That's a great reason not to like the word. Yeah. Um, what makes you happy? Um, I like, like, making music with people, and I don't really songwrite that much, but making music in the sense, like, like in a show. when you, Like, I did a sits probe for the first time with, like, the Summer Shaman, as I mentioned. Um, and that was so fun. Like you have like a full orchestra and like all this vocal work that we did as an ensemble, like putting that together, that makes me so happy. Like that brings me to tears. Okay. And what makes you sad? When people like actively choose to see the worst in people. Oh yeah. That makes me sad too. No one's evil. Like. No. Yeah. And I truly believe that. And so when like, or I don't know, like when people just say things that I disagree with, and there's no right or wrong, obviously, but it's just, like, that makes me sad. Right. That, like, things have happened to you where you, like, physically can't see the good in people. Right. What sound do you love? Um, I think in, like, doing theater, I have a lot of talented friends, so I like hearing my friends sing. Like, whenever Kayla posts a singing video, I'm like, oh, my God, or, like, same with Jennifer and, like, anyone in this room. I, it's really, like... It's so cool to, like, have people you look up to as performers, but then they also happen to be your friends, and then sometimes you forget, like, how talented they are, and then they open their mouths. <laughs> like, whoa! Like, whoa! Yeah. And what sound do you hate? Oh, um, like, when I have a lot of family over, and, like, everyone is, like, doing their own conversations, but in the same room but very loud conversations. I just get sensory overload, and it makes me really, like, stressed and anxious and then, in turn, very grumpy and cranky. But then, like, I just have to, like, take a deep breath. I'm like, please, like, don't. <laughs> I'm like, don't. <laughs> I'm like, my eyes start switching. I'm like, please. Like, yeah, that just stresses me out. Okay. Um, 
Well, I didn't ask you. What do you plan on studying? Oh, so I'm um, going to be a freshman at San Diego State University, and I'm studying theater performance with an emphasis in acting. Excellent. So um, other than theater, uh, what area would you like to study? Um, actually, for like most colleges, I applied for international studies because, I don't know, I just it's a very like broad major where I feel like I could just learn different things. Um, which I actually am probably going to minor in international studies at San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, more specifically, like, environmental justice, like, in, like, a global spectrum. Um, yeah. Like, it was so funny because, like, I was just, a, I was planning on taking international studies with, like, an emphasis in, like, environmental stuff at every school. And then I just uh, randomly applied to San Diego State. The, like I randomly auditioned because mm-hmm. I was like, why not? Um, and then like you never know, you know. And then like when all the like school results came back, I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to San Diego State. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, what profession would you not like to do? Um, I feel like I would make an awful surgeon because <laughs> my hands, like, I'm just such a jumpy person. Like sometimes I'll watch videos. Yeah, it's of, probably like, not a good idea. Yeah, like dance recitals, and I'm like, why am I? moving like that it's just in my nature to be very like jittery and jumpy um like a lot of people like tell me I remind them of a squirrel and so and I also like drink a lot of coffee and eat a lot of sugar (laughs) that's where (laughs) I get my fuel from so I feel like I'd be an awful surgeon it's also a lot of responsibility okay and if heaven exists what would you like to hear when you arrive at the pearly gates um like the first minute of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Like, I just get there, and it's just the chord. Bum. I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Gabby, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Everyone, Gabby Ocampo. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we hope that you'll join us again when we interview another senior student here inside the DJ. Office.